This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. We got Jews in the house? If you need even further clarification, let The Rock tell you in Chinese. Oh, oh Japanese Planet Earth. (laughs) Oh, live from Planet Earth. It's the genius of the skies. The genius in disguise. And the Blue World Order ready to take over in the final chapters. Here on SmackDown Live Review Channel Attitude.com. It's Big Stevie Cool Hacker Hameen and all the stars of the WWE Universe under Triple H's command. Yeah, pal. Hey, pal. Yeah. Oh, wow, man. Uh, great uh, to be up this morning, man. Uh, suns are shining. And uh, interesting show to talk about. Uh, a lot of star-studded uh, events happening, I guess, on this one. Uh, big surprises and whatnot and new faces. But uh it's the same old faces here. I'm sorry you got to take a look at it. This beard's out of control. But Big Stevie Cool ready for his Sunday NFL Red Zone uh, spectacular. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. I, I didn't hear a promo. Like, if you didn't understand that, let me explain in Ukrainian as well so we can cover <laughs> all the prongs of the world war that we're about to embark on. Yeah, I, I mean, embark on it feels like uh, the Monday through Sunday night wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting. Before we get to the show, everyone's really, uh, and even Vince cut a, a whole show for Tony Khan of like, you got to take yourself out of the spotlight. But that's all anybody's really talking about when whatever happened on Tuesday. I mean, <laughs> NXT versus dynamite and ads jumping ship and then they stacked the card was of, of developmental with undertaker and cena and everyone's patting themselves on the back for nine hundred thousand or six hundred thousand but really what is exposed is there's only 1.5 million hardcore wrestling fans left and even when you're going to stack the show with big names you can't draw over a million that's nothing to be patting yourself on the back for. And will raw get there wherever they're going next. If they're already at 1.3 on a Monday night, this show uh, had a lot, you know, of like F you built into it of like star power. They used it the right way, but con tweeting all week back and forth, taking shots at game and, and Vince and Sean, like, I don't know, man. Is that are they are they working us? Plus, now the rumor is that within the next two years, Warner Brothers Discovery is going to be bought out by NBC Universal. So everybody's going to be under the the under the cock. Uh, everyone's going to be under it, pal. Um, interesting stuff going on this week. And should somebody take Tony's phone away from him? I don't know, man. <laughs> That's that whole thing. I I don't know. Every time I mention his name, some something gets claimed or blocked, so I have to be very careful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, I mean, the only true statement he had was the Mayo Clinic saved his mom's life. I can, yeah. I can truly attest to how great they are there. But it's kind of a, I mean, do you really have the perspective or the priorities to say I was in there? They're saving my mom's life. 
and some idiot comes and tells me that they're contract tampering and you don't give that to Megatron, the, the lawyer, right? You actually take that to, to heart. Now that proof that W. I got about a million other examples, Tony Khan, if you ever want to answer one of my emails mm-hmm. about WWE can be scumbags. That's pretty mild compared to what they've pulled. Well, how about the CM Punk? I'm getting, you know, fired on his uh, wedding day. That was a strong one. Yeah, and Vince finally apologized for that like years ago, right? He was like, sorry, yeah. it was a coincidence because we know just like everything in Israel and Hamas and Ukraine and Russia and China and Taiwan, yeah. it's all a coincidence. Nothing yeah. to see here. <laughs> Nothing to see here, man. Um, yeah, we'll see what goes down this week. Uh, if he does the dance, if he does the scrum, if he does the podcast, if he tweets more at him. Oh, like- he's, dude, he's, he's in too deep. He can't pull back now in his mind and then you got people that are tweeting i hear from the company just basically saying i mean you might have had a check that hadn't cleared yet so that might be why the tweet went out supporting yeah. him but it's it's so it's so apparent that anybody that speaks positively about him and what he's doing it it's just for money i'm sorry that's all it is anybody that defends his actions what he does they're just basically leading down a path that where he's at right now, times however many. Because has there been anybody outside of AEW that's contracted and paid weekly directly from Tony Khan that has, that has said this is a good look? Yeah, not, not many and not really. And uh, it'll keep people off of shows like uh, Channel Attitude or K100 because of just talking honestly then the people won't tell him what he needs to hear and when it comes in the form of a podcast stooge by don stevens then it all comes negative you know what i mean at this point who cares then are you really just nobody's going to report and in my case and other people's cases we're not even going to put up any youtube videos concerning your company now i just have a small channel but there's other people that are just like not even doing it anymore. So now you're literally going to be in your own echo chamber with your hardcore audience, never growing. And nobody's going to tell you until that very day that your father says, it's over. I gave you, I gave you the money to blow. You blew it. Now, now we're done. Now you can get a real job within my company. Can they hang on for two years to sell all the rights to NBC Universal and stay viable? I don't know. Two years is a long time, man, especially now that what he did or somebody talked him into was poking the bear, right? And I heard well, heard read on some damn dirt sheet the gloves are off over there now and they're going to start. <laughs> they they see there's nothing left, you know, uh, and they, they probably got MJF ready to jump. And when that happens, then what are you going to do? Like a lot of cracks in the facade right here, you know, so in the foundation. Well, my question is that we're going to talk about SmackDown was was the first, like my, my uh, lower third says, get ready for 16 weeks of bad shows. Because <laughs> yeah. the last show that was this good was that Atlanta show mm. was the first one that Bruce took over three years ago, maybe four. <laughs> and then they had a string of really, and is this the motivation you need that based on developmental versus let's call it what it is, WWE rejects. Yeah. That's all TNA was for a long time. That's what you can say this place is. And that's your motivation for putting on a, a solid show. That doesn't sound like it adds up. No, or they're being no. petty and they just want to, 
stomp on his throat. While I, I read, I can't remember what it was and what trade sheet story it was, where somebody was quoted executive wise. Uh, I won't say the company. Well, <laughs> where SmackDown's going, and uh, they're like, and this show is up forty percent from where it was over the last two years. I go, I say to myself, yeah, but over four years, it's down sixty percent from yeah. where it was. Like, oh, so up forty. Second, yeah, please go ahead. So up forty from that is is a ridiculous metric, you know, like the way these things get skewed all the time. But uh, it'll be interesting to see after this week. They didn't take a lot of shots or anything at AEW. But uh, uh, from what I've seen, you know, everybody posting hard cam side and the J-hook and getting the Hamin's Tarp Emporium over, absolutely. But, uh, you know, I'm not here to do just do Freud and, and try and uh, take pleasure in others' misery because – I don't want a company that are really is two companies, Ring of Honor and AEW, to go out of business because there's a lot of people that I uh, know very well who are, you know, able to feed their families and live their wrestling dreams because of that. But uh, there's a lot bigger <laughs> things to take care of, like live houses, house numbers, group sales of tickets, group, and, uh, you know, plenty of uh more storylines to invest in than than what they're getting getting out of over there and to have edge come over and then you see the empty arena look man that's just tough tough pr all the, all the way around so um, i was the, burning hard-boiled eggs in the instant pot i was like i smell smoke <laughs> <Let's go. laughs> uh, i was just so excited to talk about tony khan i forgot about my <laughs> the delicious so, sunday football treat boiled eggs what i, I mean <laughs> to go back to what i said before we've we've tried i mean it's a it's absolutely now you're a money mark you're playing with action figures that are actually human beings you're collecting them nobody's getting over no doubt in about two to three weeks, Edge will be lost in the shuffle, if not sooner. There's that famous shot of the entire uh, Hameen Tarp Emporium. Like only the floor seats had people. We don't even know how how yeah. deep that was. Yeah. So Edge is not trying to recapture, you know, or go out with, with a great angle with Christian, which for all we know, that's what, exactly what it's going to be. But as Terry Taylor famously said many times in TNA, who cares? Nobody's watching. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, which the, is the, also the, a shitty statement if you run, you're part of the yeah. management. But, <laughs> right, right, right. but that's what you have there. You shut the coaches, trainers, and agents down. We have 100% verification on that that the talent is literally going out and doing whatever they want. So that creates a recipe for no format, for many no, injuries, no production, no production meetings, no writers, no nothing. So, and then we're going to talk about SmackDown where creative like literally wanted to put their best foot forward yeah endeavor might have been involved vince was involved in one little thing according to one little word yeah that'd be interesting if we say if we have the same note here yeah on that, I- <laughs> so you have hunter in charge but actually the hunter just being in charge i don't think is the component that i think made this a quality show i think now we have to impress the new bosses so they feel a little more sense of an urgency than they did before. And that yeah. could have been why Endeavor could have been like, okay, Tuesdays, we're going to do NXT. We're going to take her. We're going to get Cena. They might've been the ones that real, because when has there been, they, they, to use Russo's 
uh, word or analogy. When has there been this much effort put into a show? Yeah. He, he did. And that's what he was tweeting out, right? Like this is, look, this can be done, but <laughs> are you going to be able to string together two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight? I, well, you got to string together six months of every show is like this, this level of effort. Um, well, and it's, it's, a, it's, it's tough to do be, when you go ahead. It's a vision though. It, you can string this along because Injuries are going to happen. People are going to get in trouble. People are going to, like LA Knight, are going to show you something you may not have seen. You, it's it's so fluid that of course you can write six weeks of yeah, TV. Sure. It's not Logan. Logan Paul calls out Rey Mysterio. You yeah, know, there, there's there there is a, there's plenty to to go off of and shift focuses on if you're ready to do things and and have them actually <laughs> planned out a year in advance <laughs> you know like uh was alleged to happen but uh let's get to it man i mean this is a big show in tulsa oklahoma tulsa getting a huge smackdown tonight uh which is i'm surprised i didn't bury jr on this show that's usually when you go to oklahoma you gotta <laughs> you got you get, jr's getting, getting <laughs> shit thrown on him or kissing <laughs> vince's ass <laughs> uh for friday the 13th uh october 13th 2023 your day actually wasn't it it was pens your day this year yeah yeah it was a uh, national day of jihad uh so it was it was a big day for all of us all the way around should be interesting playing uh kabul skill Kobul skill with all the rednecks uh at the county fair next weekend after everything that's gone down me and blaze are ready to do some damage. Um, Cena kicks it off big, dressed like a 10-year-old. Uh, so season, they're like, uh, they, welcome to the season premiere. I'm, and I go, <laughs> God, I'm sorry. I don't the laugh. season premiere is in October. Like, am I missing oh something here? Like, of, of what? what is what? No? And wouldn't we wait to, like, we're going to do season premiere and then jump to USA and then do a kickoff from there? No, they did a season premiere of Raw and SmackDown back in like August or September, I believe. Did they? I I swear there had to be a season premiere somewhere, and then I mean, <laughs> it just it stuck out to me like what? Like, maybe because of that, it just had me like okay, in the season premiere in October. Then uh, Roman's music hits, so he gets a nice uh, Undertaker entrance gets back in the ring and uh, claims the goat spot, you know, and Cena says he even acknowledges them after 1,138 days, I believe was uh, the number so far that uh, he was champion up to this point. And then bing, bang, boom, hit the music out comes LA night dummy. Yeah. And uh, dude, I'm just going, wow, big start, huge rub. This whole show I mean, and we'll speak to it uh, later, is to really solidify L.A. Knight as the business and that Attitude Era, if he's ripping off The Rock and Stone Cold, those were mega draws. How do we get him over? Instead of saying no and, and putting roadblocks in front of him, this entire show was designed to give L.A. Knight the rub and solidify him as a megastar, and it really did more in one night than anything they've done up to this point combined. I thought this whole show was very well structured to accomplish that goal. What are you thinking? Yeah, I might have to push back a little bit more, maybe maybe towards the end of the show about Hey, educate just, me, man. I mean sometimes oh, okay, we can do it right now. The number one would be I was swear I was praying 
where you been? Not that's what I would have seen in the channel. Been like, oh, Cena listens. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my question throughout this whole thread of the show with LA Knight. I'm happy, happy because we thought they weren't pulling the trigger enough on him in the very beginning. Right. That's where I look at. Let's let's use this analogy. They could have used the blueprint of Randy Savage. Randy Savage was making a name for himself. He stood out. He got the Intercontinental title. This could have been the U.S. title for him. Carried that, carried that, carried that, but said he wanted Roman Reigns throughout all these weeks and months. Then they finally crossed paths. Roman, after that, causes L.A. Knight the U.S. title. Now he's like, I was I was getting to you, but now. But they buy that time yeah. to like Rumble or WrestleMania or something like that. That's where I'm thinking. They pulled the trigger, but... Hopefully he's just not going to be another guy to get him back to Cody or get him to the rock. This is the, this is the thing that I'm scared of that they might've pulled the trigger too soon and too fast. And now he's in the mix with them. Is there there a political reason to pull the trigger, to put him in the deep end like that? We've heard Hunter isn't exactly super, a super fan of him. Like said, he's an invitation to the rock in Austin. Yeah. But God, man, we we need more imitations of the Rock and Austin. It and seems the here they said it. yes to it. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. This scene here said, "All right, if that's what he is, then let's get him over as that and make some fucking money." So, well, I don't know. let's yeah. let's get make some money with it, but let's use him as a tool to get Roman more over. Yes, yeah, I, I don't. What I are don't your thoughts with that? The way I'm looking at it, because you think. It's good, but be careful what you wish for type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, it goes back to me of like uh, <laughs> a zebra or a tiger, whatever you want to say, can't change his stripes, right? Like you might be the father figure. You might be the big booker. But at the end of the day, <laughs> too sweet me, Briz, you still got your own click of fucking Nash Sean Michaels, who's a born again Christian, but hey, I still got to get mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like all these guys who have done it all are epic legends in this business and in, and our supreme workers who were the the most hardcore politickers and ran every company they ever worked for before it was all said and done. You can't take that dog. You can't take that fight out of those dogs. So. <laughs> And Nash, I don't mean to laugh, has been through so much that he don't give a fuck on his podcast what he says because he's earned it all, right? But he's stooging off that Triple H is calling him in that same buddy style and burying his own top talent. And, like, that's getting out that way. So they all are going to have their own click car ride secret conversations, but it tells a bigger tale. So... When you lay it out that way, I'm like, I got to apply a little bit of that filter through it. You know what I mean? The the negative side of the yin and yang as opposed to the watcher of the show and reviewer of the show. And this was good. This was good. Okay. But he's out there shining. But is there an, an evil intent behind that? And that's just the weird paranoia that this mafia business is run on, right? Like, okay, why are they letting them shine? This is even more like, you know, being a talent, yeah, there's no excuse for it. If you just can't outshine somebody or you can't get over more, you know, that's where the politics and the, yeah, I don't know if he has it. He never drew money, this and that, and all these 
abstract, vague things that I was waiting for Roman to call him when he struck back, call him a flash in the pan, like something along those lines. Like it's coming. It's coming. Trust me. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Because, but right now, if that's what's happening, say with Hunter, like now it's even more, I'll use Vince term egregious. It's even more egregious because he doesn't affect one penny of your money. He doesn't affect you. Don't have a push. You're not active. You're retired. You, you you're still playing the game. No pun intended. You're still playing this game to keep yourself on top when you're not even. You're right. It's muscle memory and reflex. Right. Now. Yeah. It's it, that's it, what it is. Like they might put. I have to put on all these other faces of creative team director of that. Whereas when they were just workers, they were just <laughs> lifting, fucking doing pills and, and plotting against guys. Right. Yeah. Well, and all the people that don't go never, away, bro. That all the people that are favorites, they could never touch them in the ring. As far as right. being over the Garganos yeah. and right. all those guys, they pick them for a reason because they can keep that power over them. And it sucks. It's interesting, man. No doubt. To like have to be like, well, there is this component of it. <laughs> he looked, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, you can't, I mean, I'm not saying we're trying to deny it. Huge rub segment. And if you're a fan in the crowd, putting LA Knight in there with Cena and Roman at the same time. Then Jimmy runs in uh, to try and get heat on a sneak attack. Shit cans him out. And then we get a standoff. One thing I didn't like in this, which I was kind of surprised and. Maybe this is the dark side of it too. Cena's like way overacting, like jumping up and down. I'm so scared of Roman. I'm so nervous. And yeah, like, yeah. Oh, oh, oh," like everything. Or he's jumping up and down, excited that LA Knight's there. Like he's a little kid fan. So some things are, are, are sticking out as like, why would it be like that as opposed to Cena's on the front of the video game, standing next to LA Knight, like, this is my dude. And he was standing in the corner watching it all happen. I get that you want to give those guys the spotlight, but. Mm, you know what else not. is really weird? I felt like, as we used the term, felt like there was that point in the segment towards the end, like, especially after you threw Jimmy out, that yeah. everybody was standing there holding their dick in their hand. Like, what? Yeah. There was, you, you beat up, you just threw one of them out. You're not going to, nobody's going to do anything. And Cena being in the corner means that Solo, and then Solo was within LA Knight's 18 inches of personal space and didn't do anything. Like, what is, that was really strange, wasn't it? Yeah, there was, uh, you know, I know they want to get to some uh, weird scenes later with uh, Jimmy, but uh, yeah, the, the, the spacing in the stage picture would definitely was weird, especially again with Cena in the back corner jumping up and down like a fanboy. I was like, what, what is this right here? Um, but you know, when you march out LA Knight and put him with those guys and big dog was good. Then he gets uh heat on, uh, uh, you know, LA Knight later. So <clears throat> it was, uh, th- this was a good setup and, uh, and the crowd was hot for this. Uh, and it sets up solo and LA night for later tonight, which I have to disagree a little bit because this guy was the enforcer and this guy was the killer and he's just in there doing jobs now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it was a clean finish. They should have just, uh, schmazed it if they were going to get the heat like they did at the end and we'll get mm-hmm. to it. Uh, Elton, uh, comes out, <laughs> 
uh, pretty deadly comes out and Elton's in the wheelchair. And we have the moment where he rises out of the wheelchair and everybody can't believe that he can walk. It's a miracle. Yes, boys all around. Um, I put, it was a good moment. Uh, but I feel like we could have punched this up because like, uh, it's pretty deadly versus fight night. And, uh, I'll, I'll kick it back to you in a sec here. Like, uh, they go home with, uh, the kind of the X injury angle where he's really selling it. Like I'm breaking kayfabe from my character cell to distract the raft, to make the people believe in we're going to go home with a, uh, heel insiguri into a roll up or whatever they did right there so i mean i've seen this spot before as you have i mean it's it's a pretty high level one to pimp out and these guys are known for using old school uh misdirection spot tactics in order to go over i don't have a problem with it but i feel like we could have punched up the he can he walk you know like uh you know uh, segment a little bit more instead of just doing that and then how do you feel about pimping out the x spot of his legs really blown and you kind of break character to have to put it over like no i'm really after over to, to sell that i don't know with character guys like this if, uh, this if that was the right call it was a tough one i mean but ridge holland you believe that he hurt somebody in the ring yeah. so that was yeah. the believable part <laughs> maybe it was a rib on him dude he looked freaking serious too man like he's super jacked right now yeah yeah i mean just extra sets and reps that's all it takes. yeah well the climate change of the season is here yeah so yeah i mean i get what they were doing and i don't know how you can do it any differently except for the fact of taking the axe out but also it kind of makes them look stupid because the vignettes have been so stupid and silly and entertaining that you believe he is like, I mean, he didn't even hurt his leg and they made a joke about that. He can walk fine. It's a shoulder number to doc. The doctor, oh, yeah. He's, he's fine. But what I would have done is, yeah, basically maybe you do. I would have did the Shane McMahon spot. At least people are predisposed to the leapfrog and try to turn over and act like you blew your knee out. Right. That right. would have been better, but it just seems like, yeah, the X too, because now when it really happens, you're going to think that it's fake. It's a bad precedent. I agree with right. you. Right. Yeah. No, it, that's, uh, it's, it's the boil cried wolf for sure. Like, I, I think they should have had three to four weeks of like enhancement matches with locals. You I think, get that I think they, <laughs> I think that we should have had four weeks of comeback vignettes. Yeah. We only got like one say, uh, what was it? Uh, not save Elton. What I can't remember what the hashtag was. Elton Strong, I think. Elton right? Strong. Like we, we should have got that over for a whole month. Well, it proves that uh, WWE is in charge. <laughs> Not in <endeavor. laughs> uh, uh Use the Excel for cheap win. Yeah, yeah. So then backstage we have uh, Carlito. He's back, man. He's got an apple because. Uh, that's his gimmick. And uh, Bobby Ashley uh, comes in to get in his face. And then, uh, you know, Carlito even challenges him. Uh, wouldn't it be cool if uh, if it was uh, us two to kick things off backstage? And then all of a sudden the Street Profits come in. Shit, stop Carlito. Uh, and then this is – and then uh, Adam Pierce runs in. Uh, and then <laughs> – Maybe this is where uh, you and I uh, are on the same page of the old man still writing it, or maybe this is as bad as Triple H needs to get these lines in. 
Uh, looks like you could bit off more than you could chew. This that that kills me. Why? Because because it. Yeah, yeah. I, I put boo after like you know because it's an apple and he bites it and spits it, so it looks like he could bit off more than he could chew. Instead of going, now that's cool. Like now that's cool is, is a quick tagline. The other one is like waited for my you know 1980s fucking gotcha singer like at least uh, the agents have a new line besides that's enough get out of here now it's that's enough get out of here what's wrong with you (laughs) yeah what's wrong with you um and i forgot to bring this up they i'm surprised they haven't pushed it hard but like last week on raw or maybe the week before adam pierce was going and that's official. Like the, that was maybe one of the last Vince isms. Like you're going to get over. That's official. That's your tagline. And you come out and say it playa like a tag team match. Like, <laughs> but I, they hasn't followed up on it. So I wonder if that was one of the final Vince isms. There is no final Vince isms. He's there. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Not going anywhere. I, I just but, think I and if Carlito doesn't come next next week and say, man, the biggest embarrassment was I got beat up by the backup singers for the Temptations. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Vince line too. Yeah, then you yeah, know yeah, Temptations, the the platters. Yeah, I uh, comment, I put I said Commodores earlier on Twitch. Yeah, <laughs> Arnold's drive through, all this yeah. stuff. Yeah. Fonzie jumping the shark. Shoe up, shoe up. Yeah, that, don't ruin the end of it for him. <laughs> he's, he's only, yeah. he's only oh, halfway God, through. I can't watch it now. I was on episode five, season one. Get me Potsy. No, Potsy, that shows up. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, shit. Have you ever heard of Pinky Tuscadero? Oh, I hate you. <laughs> Trademark that Pinky Tus- Tusky. What was it? Musky? All right. Well, that's essentially what uh, Deuce and Domino were. Yeah, oh, absolutely were. 100%. That's probably like in the meeting, too. They're like, this is a really cool gimmick. This reminds me of Happy Days. He's like, Happy what? (laughs) (laughs) I got a little idea for a song. It's counting, and then you just say the days. One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, pal. Yeah. Oh, we just got three uh, weeks of Master Shoot Theater already. Yeah, I got a Master Shoot thing coming up here, so we'll have to remember this. Uh, you can remind me on uh, Tuesday. Uh, looks like you bit off when you can chew. Boo. <laughs> that was fucking terrible. Um, then Zelina Vega and Bailey enter, and they have heat, and Pierce makes the match between them on the spot, and then... And what is it? It's... Uh... It's official. So, it's official. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, because I was gonna say, I was say it's a chonkla because then Zelina Vega throws the chonkla at uh Bailey while she's off camera. So that's still a thing, huh? That, that, uh, that's the Vince thing right there. You're gonna throw the chonkla. So basically, we thank God because we only had an hour and 40 minute show, but this now we're starting <laughs> to fill in. The dead yeah. time, as you said. Uh, never mind. I might be taken back what I said earlier. <laughs> it's a solid show. I want to uh, see Endeavor make fun of that on UFC oh. and be like, I want to fight you tonight in the octagon. Yeah. Dana White, okay. It's official. It's official. 
out of nowhere they're not billboard and fights so vegas can't get any numbers on it he's just making fucking fights on the fly you know what that would be i i can't believe these scrums and everything tony khan and triple h whoever else is in charge of these could learn a lot from dana white because they're they're really must see tv on top of the pay-per-view where he'd just be like those fucking guys sucked or well that's why we wanted allegedly we wanted Shane to be more like that for raw underground to be like a Dana white yeah. personality. Right. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, play calling Usos, uh, said, hit. <laughs> they're calling audibles. They're calling fucking backup QB spots. They're calling all that. I put master shoot. Vince is the new quarterback of the jets. He's trying out for that, uh, spot. Uh, unless you got anything else, uh, from the red zone that uh, you would want to punch that up with for master shoot, but it's a, it's a big football uh, pre-tape here inside the the locker room. I'd love to see an octo box where he can condense the three hour raw to like 10 minutes and we can just watch all, all the matches <laughs> all at once. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Chonkla throw and it's big dog. <laughs> He's almost to the ring Vince, and cut back. <laughs> how about if Vince, uh, Vince think Octobox is actually Octomom, but he's like wanting to, <laughs> you know, right. he wants that Octobox from Octomom. You got it. You got it. Is that eight NDAs? Okay. <laughs> uh, then uh, Triple H uh, comes out because uh, he comes to promote uh, Adam Pierce to the general manager of Raw. Is that a promotion? <laughs> you got to go from working two hours to three hours? Uh, I guess so, you know. Uh, well, what, show that, yeah, Vince's, in Vince's words, where, where's he been? He's been doing that for two years. <laughs> like, what was he before yeah. getting promoted to GM? Yeah, I don't know. He was just uh, associate GM. They were just trying him out. He was interim, interim GM. Hmm. But now... It's official. official. <laughs> it's official. Uh, and then all of a sudden out comes Dominic uh, to to heat on it. and But then Triple H uh, gets to have his Dominic segment and, and, you know, laugh at him. And then he introduces the new uh, GM of SmackDown, and it's Nick Aldis, everybody. Uh, and, you know, looks like an absolute stud. <laughs> Better than half the roster. <laughs> as a star but he's just gonna gm the show and uh even he gets a couple kicks in on dominic so uh easy easy get over there but i'm thinking to myself i go here's adam pierce and nick aldis two guys that definitely could have made it in wwe as talent worked their whole career to hope to get there as talent and people go nope you're not good enough but now you're the GM of the shows, you guys. You're in charge, and you know more than everybody else. The two guys we kept locked out for however many reasons, right? Like the uh, bittersweet irony of it all. But the thing is, with both of those guys, if you have anybody that gets heat on management, those two guys could pay it off in the ring, right? You could have tag team, management tag team to do one feature a year with Aldis and Pierce tagging together against somebody. Yeah, you could. I mean, only if you did it right, but we don't trust them to do it right. I I think it's an interesting dynamic to talk about with the heat that he and uh, Deuce have. Yeah. How's that? How was that? And also, why did he leave NWA? 
But they, and also they sent his wife's uh, stuff home in a trash bag. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you just can't, oh, sorry, that was a misunderstanding. You know what I mean? Yeah. This company doesn't have misunderstandings. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 The uh, NWA yeah. thing's interesting with, you know, they, there's a whole different thing we could talk about with Russo about him and Meltzer and all this. That, that dude just doesn't know when to give up. Who, Billy? Billy? Not Billy, Meltzer. Oh well, Just yeah, and now control. and now Billy says that they've got uh, a deal with two different network TV uh, top twenty to to put NWA on, and then they just made some local uh, indie in uh, Ohio uh, like a branch out of there. So some interesting things. But then we were talking in the SmackDown Live self help group group, and they said that they only have like 262,000 YouTube followers, which is a hell of a lot more than me. I'm not trying to be like only, but man, I, I would make my focus trying to get that over a million with a call to action. If there's a million five that are What's watching that number again, What's that number 262,000 subscribers on YouTube. Yeah. That's not a whole lot no. for them, for a wrestling. That, that's what I'm saying. That's I'm like the focus of, if YouTube was our home, why are we not focusing on a million? If we, now we got TV, why are we going back and forth with Meltzer, man? Like, it, it's just crazy with, to me of some of the things that happen. And then, <laughs> you know, really NWA got to where it was because of a lot of effort of Nick Aldis uh, and others, you know. And then that ends in a strange departure, you know. Uh, and now here he is. Well, you know, I mean, we're, we're taking a break from the review show, but there's, I mean, he's going to make more money in WWE. Obviously, I don't oh, think NWA is paying everybody, anybody, a full time whatever. Plus, he's no, a, he said he's a, he said he gave up like a hundred thousand dollars during COVID, like he so like so that it could survive of what he was owed. Hmm. Well, there's all, always that in the fact that NWA kind of switched from it, which I don't. I understand a little bit of the Tyrus thing. But it switched from having a guy who looked the part of like a modern day Ric Flair, and then you put it on Trevor Murdoch, and then you put it on Tyrus, and now you got it back on somebody like EC3. But I think that that's not your standard. You should have had LA Knight as Eli Drake as the champion. Somebody could talk people into the building. Yeah. That's where I don't know where he thought he was going. Maybe he was just trying to be different, but sometimes being that different hurts you. When he had great exposure with fucking Tyrus on Fox. But you only have 262,000 subscribers. That's what I'm saying. Much, like, where's the call to action? Yeah, yeah, well, the, that that's where you're not going. We need subs over there, and you're not begging, but f- come up with a creative way to do that, right? Like to, to yeah. capitalize on that mega audience, and it doesn't seem like it, it was. So well, the, interesting. The good part about the formula for, t- for YouTube now, if now they have official TV – the YouTube is kind of like an auxiliary part of that. And right. you can see how Impact, even Impact, does great YouTube numbers. WWE, mm-hmm. you know, AEW. And that could be, now you got two streams of income, too, as well, that you have to wait a way to kind of build, build it up. But you need, like, I haven't heard anything, nothing at all from NWA, like, on anything. Like, of note, outside of the Meltzer thing, and maybe the TV, but more the Meltzer thing was, which is not like bringing casual fans into your into your fold. 
Yeah, I mean, you got guys there that can draw. EC3, Damian Sandow, you know, Silvio's over there. Like, there's plenty of, uh, of big names and whatnot, but it's... Uh, you, want, you want my honest opinion when I tune in right. the NWA, what I think? And I have people there I, I care about, truly want them to make Austin Idol, you just said, and then even the, the younger guys that are trying to make a name for themselves, or the younger women yeah, trying to make a name for themselves. It just... Maybe it's because we know Billy and he's got money outside and this is kind of a pet project thing, it feels like. Not saying it is. He takes it seriously, I'm sure. It just feels like they're playing wrestling on the show, the way it's formatted and presented. It doesn't feel like there's a seer. Like the old NWA had had an ECW feel to it. Like, man, these guys guys hate each other. And I know it feels more like – Feels like a Disney, a Disney version of the NWA show, like we're trying to recreate it, right? Like instead of letting it be its own thing and and like that. No, I understand with what you're saying on that. Like it's like everything's a flashback to 1985, but not the unpredictable, wild, almost right. edgy type thing. Like it's not dingy enough. That's that's what I'm trying to say. If you're in a studio and it's just a, it just looks like you can't draw people. You have to present it a different way. That's, that's, I don't have the answer, but that's what I see with my objective eye when I look at it. Yeah, no, that's all good. That's all good points. Absolutely. I mean, but Nick, all this is out of there and uh, he's the new GM of SmackDown and that is official. And his first order of business is bringing Kevin Owens to SmackDown KO to SD. So um, will they team up Sammy Zayn with uh, Jay over on Raw? Uh, main event, um, you know, uh, without Zayn and Owens together, they just fought for the tag titles on Raw and lost. So uh, spinning out here, I don't know, real roadmap for success. We'll see who they're going to have KO feud with Dominic right out of the gate, I guess. Dude, um, it, in my opinion, they, the only way to save this whole bloodline thing or anything and buy them more time, it sounds goofy with the, it was all ruse. But Sammy's, Sammy is just kind of off TV and this and that. And when it comes down to Kevin and Roman again, Sammy makes the choice to turn on Kevin Owens and go back mm-hmm. with Roman. I think there's I think there's mileage in putting Nia uh, with them finally and doing something with Jerry Duty and Bloodline that way with two women being the focus of it for a minute just to buy us some time and have the backups and the, uh, you know, intergender mad tags that we can do and things along those lines. So, uh, and women can get heat on the men because they're both believable in size and strength. They're already doing it anyway. And they're emasculating the men. (laughs) So there needs to be some weird battle of the sexes almost to the point of where the women from either side have to unite to go against the guys in, in a tag. Um, who's the quarterback? What's on second? Who's on third? Run the audible. That's the next uh, part of this dude. We're just <laughs> going doing football plays uh, here. So, um, it pretty much makes me go. They, everybody thinks football is more important than phony wrestling. When the phony wrestling's using, have football. you seen the ratings? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody thinks that football's they're up twenty percent. They're up they're up forty percent. You didn't oh, know you that. need to do as well. You I mean, if you want to copy them, why why aren't you getting a Taylor Swift type female from outside to do anything? Mm. Cardi B's right there, other people. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Who can we? Who can we have? Imagine Logan Paul and Cardi B in a mixed tag against a baby face against Ricochet and a woman wrestler, even a ring announcer might be trained as a wrestler. There you have it. Or even in the if we, this is the Taylor Swift realm, who can date Austin Theory? You know what I mean? To like something along those lines to to be controversial and, and put eyes on the product. Dylan Mulvaney. <laughs> Points. I mean, you want to get controversial. There you have it. <laughs> Dylan Mulvaney. Hey, that dude right now, will, or woman, whatever, will right now try to be relevant. Woman in the oh, year. Yeah. You, don't, you don't see Dylan Mulvaney anywhere outside. Nope. They don't even make mainstream news. Woman of the year. Yeah. So, yeah, wrestling is the last, the last great hope of anybody starved for celebrity and attention. It is literally, I guess I'll do wrestling. Logan Paul is the only one, Bad Bunny, too. That look like they've actually elevated the product, yeah. not the, not the local DJ. That's what Cena was acting like. I yeah, Cena's doing that. local DJ. Those guys act like they really give a fucking respect. Well, McAfee does too, but he can get a little DJ esque when the rocks are and he's marking out, like we all would. Um, and then we backstage we get Charlotte Flair um, talking to uh, Pierce and turn around and boom, Jade's right there. Uh, first face off and uh, very cordial, but uh, impressive. Uh, you know, face <laughs> face off. Off. Uh, you know, two thoroughbred athletes right here, looking staring each other down and having that first moment. I like this moment of inception. And again, these these are the things that are like, oh, Tony, you want to poke the bear? Okay. Cena, LA Knight, uh, Roman, you're setting it off. Uh, we're also doing Jade face to face and Nick Aldis. You're doing a walkout surprise. Like, there's no, like, Tony's crushed in the first hour, right? Like, you can't even compare anything AEW did in the last month to this first hour of Raw or SmackDown right here. This first hour of SmackDown had more energy, excitement, and the crowd felt yeah. larger. In Tulsa, it, in Tulsa, it felt yeah, like they, that. In Tulsa, felt like a larger, uh, more energetic crowd than Wembley Stadium during yeah. that pay per view. Yep, yeah. uh, you're not wrong, man. You're not wrong. Yeah. By the way, they made if that was all they did, the, everything they've done, each individual isolated appearance by Jade Cargill, made her more of a star than ever in AEW. Yeah. Well, this the, face-off here, if they just did that, would have made her instantly. More of a star than the Goldberg streak she had for however many mm-hmm. years. Name one Jade Cargill match in AEW. AEW. Ty one Valkyrie. Moment. It wasn't one. too good. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Hey, she's just as green as she was back then, but yeah, right. they're protecting her. No protector. Absolutely that. And I, Only I think if they choose to. <laughs> Only if this, they choose. Is, this is another reason for this show is like you said, like Vince McMahon needs competition to do his best work. Well, maybe Triple H does too. And when they poke the bear and it's on of like, oh, you want to fucking, you want us to sweep the leg and come at you real hard where we were just kind of letting you live. All right. And because, you know, Tony was going in on Twitter this week. Is, is, is that what really ignited a fire under their ass to come out fucking swinging, you know, and will that fire stay lit? I think that could be part of it too. 
Well, I, I if he doesn't give up, it will be. Yeah. If he keeps tweeting and talking and doing, you, you've. Yeah. I don't even understand, dude. I don't understand this guy. Like when people say this guy doesn't have the energy to go out there and try to take channels down and videos and Twitter accounts. Well, this proves, yeah, that dude, that dude might not do it himself, but he's taking his mom was dying in the hospital and all he cared about was contract tampering. That's what a lawyer's there for, dude. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh then we get uh Jay Uso and Cody Rhodes. So why do we have audibles with fucking <laughs> the bloodline and with Jimmy solo and, and all this other shit and Jay is there, but there's no heat until the end of this on the walkout. So strange that that wasn't their focus. You know what I mean? Uh, through the rest of the night, uh, but they're going to take it though. I don't mind. No, that. no because this is what I was going to ask you. Maybe at the end, well, you just put the, put a pin in this. We watch this show. It's markedly better than mostly every show we've watched. Pay-per-view or, well, WWE pay-per-views have been pretty pretty good. Any show forever, better than any AEW show I've ever seen, too. I want to ask you to finish off the show. What do you think made this a good show? But uh, The fact that think, they got business done uh, well, by business, Robin But LA also the formatting, like Russo says. That's yeah, why I would, sure. you can speak more on that. This is more to keep it moving because it didn't feel like a two-hour show. No. Like an we, had hour. A, we had a tax backstage instead of just having meaningless promos. Those would bleed into something else. We had debuts that were fast. Kevin Owens showing up. Boom, 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 boom. Moment, 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 moment. No, you're absolutely right. The pacing was much better. Uh, uh, then in this match, uh, in the end, Theory uh, – crossroads on theory from cody Rhodes and crowd pops big you know because cody's way over in tulsa no doubt um but this is one thing that i wanted to get (laughs) your technical wrestling opinion on and fans won't ever know but now it's something i'm seeing because i saw rip get hot about it in a jericho match and then i was like watching this i go let's see if they do it and sure as shit they did it Hot tag comes, boom, big pop on the hot tag. Like one of the biggest pops of the night just on the hot tag because they built it right. And they feed clothesline, bump, clothesline, bump, take them over to the, to the ropes, shoot, reverse. <laughs> Rip would lose his fucking mind right here. What the fuck? Like as I saw him do it on, on the other video and I, and I had forgotten about it and then come back and then take the big third bump. If you're, I believe what Rip would say is like, you just took two bumps. How are you going to have like come to life to shoot reverse the guy only to take the, because you want to build momentum for the big shoulder block or flying tackle or what have you. How do you feel about that? Just little technicality of the psychology of wrestling of kind of, you just took two bumps, but you're strong enough to reverse me. And then, but then stupid enough to take something else. Cause you're weak again, all of a sudden. Yeah, usually, I mean, I've I've been guilty of it too. And usually, what I do is whip reverse into the corner, sell, turn around, take the clothes on out of the corner again. But yeah, that can that can be like, it's not the best situation. The best situation is that boom, 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 bump, bump, 
hit a move, go for a cover, one, two, kick out. As you pick them up, hit them in the stomach, hit them in the eye, do something, and go just to cut them off to give yourself a little little distance and a little bit of a breather. Then it, it's the dip from there. I don't even mind a, like a duck to throw it in. So clothesline, clothesline, shoot them off, don't reverse. They come off the rope. You throw the line. They duck it because they see it coming. You go off and then come back. I mean, that's oh. usually the double down, but you could fly cross or whatever yeah. you want out of there. You know, yeah, I don't. It's just the guy those. coming to life yeah. to, after taking two bumps and then, nope, I'll sling you, but then well, get you killed can, again. You can break it down too that you've just gotten dropped on your head and you've gotten your your head taken off with two clotheslines. You shouldn't even be able to run the ropes or be whipped, <laughs> right? So, Right. So the baby face, if the baby face runs and goes to swing and you just duck and then the then he goes to hook the crossroads yeah. and you just kind of bip him up to, to hit him in the eye or something to tease that you could have got it. That's probably a, I, I might do that for my spot analysis or finish one on Patreon because, yeah, you, you make a great point when the crowd's that excited, the. The margin error is raised. You can do right. it outside of outside of being sloppy with the the comeback and finish. The psychology is trumped by the excitement. I I, I agree, but we and and no, I, you can type Rip, it. Yeah, that's Rip wrong. is such a purist that yeah. like, how do we maintain that same excitement without doing? bad wrestling but the crowd doesn't know just in a quick reverse like that that's wrong but mm-hmm. if we don't have that in there and we can keep that magic yep. and then do it then we've done the spot even better but well, here's saw, another yeah. way of doing it then if great waller and him are teamed up he goes to hook the crossroads after two three what but you don't want to oh. bump him too much because you got a finish coming up go to hook the crossroads Waller goes to the top, try to hit you with a clothesline. You just throw him up. He hits theory with it. And yeah, then you can and shoot he takes the third bump as yeah. his own man. Giving oh, it to him. The third bump or the fourth bump is basically a little bit of the dip where you see the other guy, but he hits his partner. Gotcha. I like that. I like that. Uh, <laughs> or even if he rolls in and go to do the stunner while you got the crossroads and yeah. you just pick, put theory up in front of you and he hits Dang. the stunner on theory, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I like that. I like that. Uh, it's interesting. It's just, uh, to watch rip get hot about it. I just wanted your professional opinion on it. And, uh, he's, he's absolutely know. right. And it should be tightened up because you could, you could disconnect the crowd when they have such a hot tag. That's, that's okay. what could happen. And it was hot. Uh, then I put Judgment Day backstage. I don't even know what they did, to be honest with you. I just wrote Judgment Day. Um, so it was super memorable. Uh, then we get LA Knight versus Solo Sokoa. Um, pretty good match. Uh, LA Knight over. Uh, and then because uh, Cena saves to take the bullet from Jimmy running in to, to, to cause more. So these audible plays are working about as good as the Giants offense are at this point, bro. So uh, <laughs> I might, I might uh, get a new coordinator uh, on the playbook over there. Who's your backup um, quarterback, by the way? Isn't Jan- Daniel Jones out with a neck injury? Yeah. I don't even know. I mean, uh, it could be Vince. Want. It could be Vince and Giants. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a New York kind of guy. He might quarterback the Jets and Giants. <laughs> yeah. Especially thing. if they're against each other, he just plays Iron he Man. He plays Iron Man the whole time. <laughs> Um, but Cena saves, takes the bullet. So, uh, Allie Knight goes over, you're all clear kid. And then, uh, big dog comes in and, uh, hits the spear on, uh, LA Knight. 
and we get the great WWE visual of, you know, uh, rain standing over, uh, a beaten LA Knight or, or taking out LA Knight after his win. So he'll get their heat back right away. I put great finish. I thought this whole thing was an awesome show to raise LA Knight to the top level. And it definitely accomplished that by the players they put around them. And it was also an F you to AEW. And it, it surely was in the, it, this was, it was the season premiere, pal. What do you want? Yeah. Just like every other TV show in October. <laughs> What do you think? What do you think about Roman's look after the spear? We might be splitting hairs a little bit too much. It's like you ain't nothing. That was like a flash of uh, pan look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong there. It wasn't like he's really upset with him. Is like I can take you out anytime I want. I've been doing this shit, and you don't know who you're fucking with. Uh, what was the word that you uh, were stuck on that you thought Vince is definitely still a uh, coward? Was there a coward in there? Oh, there you caught it. He was. Uh, talking to Cena, he, the guy's a you're you're chanting for a coward. That's what he said. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And Cena's look was sad little orphan boy the whole time. Maybe get me for twist. <laughs> yeah, get me sad little orphan boy. Yeah, I feel like it. I think when Cena bumped off the spike too, I'm looking at that because I I know exactly how it feels after. He's wrestled a lot more longer, high-profile matches than I have. You're back after a while. Like, he bumped kind of on his ass and hip Mm -hmm. rather than taking the full. So I'm thinking, seeing him from coming back, not being active, like, his back could be screaming right now coming back to a full-time schedule. Yeah, it absolutely could be because he's had fun stuff to do, ref or host or what have you, but – it only takes one to knock things out of alignment and then one car ride or plane ride and you're locked up for two weeks. Well, we've got a week at we week removed from fast lane. Yeah. Dude, there's been indie matches that haven't been anywhere near what he did mm-hmm. where it was like two weeks later. And I'm sure you too, a week, two weeks later, you're still feeling it. Oh, absolutely. Two months. <laughs> so it takes, a, it takes a lot out of you, no doubt. Uh, but that big India payday was probably all worth it, pal. <laughs> but uh, I was good to have uh, some decent things to talk about on this show as opposed to, uh, you know, just uh, ragtagging every segment. But uh, we'll see. It'll be a good time with Master Shoot Theater this week with Vince calling audibles out there. And uh, that the last thing any of them should be doing is calling audibles. Everything should be pretty well structured uh, <laughs> in a loose format. But the way they set up their pre-tapes and their action and show don't tell this week uh, really was a lot better than anything we've seen in a long time. So good job to all the SmackDown crew. What would you do moving forward to keep that momentum? Yeah, I would say we need to look at that in a 15 minute segment breakdown with an eight minute match, eight to 12 minute match. How do we take our breaks at the right spot and mix in our threaded storyline going throughout, just thinking about, uh, the improv show trios I just saw where after they get their suggestion and flush out some of the emotions, um, which would be your opening scene, your opening group game that sets up your threaded storyline. And then whatever your sub storyline is as well, hopefully we can find a way to spark that. And then you do small scenes that shift out and shift back into your main storyline. One and a half minutes here, back to the main thing or back to the focus of the match. So, I'd say it's a lot of kind of gear shifts from first to third gear. And then you 
hopefully can keep them idle and high when you leave at like fourth gear, fifth gear should be the pay-per-view. Right. So um, if you stick to like, how do we punch things up or how do we tell the stories that are important and split them up the right way into this formless format, whatever we decide that on, uh, you know, uh, then that'd be the way I'd have going forward because they have their feuds, how they want them set up chopping them up the right way and and editing at the high point of the scene to to cliffhang it mid-show or to make the ending the go home must see for next week are the challenges that i see uh, that need to be overcome or and i think they did it this week they just need to stay on that and recognize why it worked you want to hear some of my ideas to keep them like to keep their motivation and to keep them moving along and also to really feed more people into seeing what they're doing. I would constantly now you want to, you want to say, are you, you, you're poking a bear, you're tweeting, talking about Tony Khan, you're doing all this shit. You're talking about us and you're, you got all of our former talent, which by the way, we have footage on our library of every single person, including edge and everybody else Mm -hmm. getting beat, getting laid out, looking vulnerable. Like you could play it. You can get judgment day over by repeatedly showing the stuff of them laying edge out, but that's your yeah. top guy. You can show Daniel Bryan getting, getting beat all the time. You can do Alistair Black, things. Miro, Cena beating Miro. Yeah. But you see what I'm saying? You have all mm-hmm. these things you want to play. We'll just keep doing this kind of stuff and everything. Hey, and when MJF tweets, we'll retweet them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, their rampage is a tape show, right? Yes. Manchapol and Eric Bischoff. And give Wanna, and give away what's going yeah, on. Why why stay up late? We got we got a pay-per-view. We got a PLE tomorrow night. Once you guys get some rest, here's the finish of everything on Rampage. You don't yeah. need to watch it. Wasn't good anyway. Yeah. And only and only three hundred thousand people are watching it anyway. What you're gonna do, what you're gonna do there is you're not going to motivate Khan to get any better because the infrastructure completely ruined. You should don't have should you invent a, a character keep that's about a... your company all week long? Yeah, they'll promote should... the shows. Could somebody get over an NXT as a con imposter doing that kind of stuff? Like you just yeah, make you. a character. What's that? You. <laughs> I don't think I can pull it off. I'm a little too big to play them. You know what I mean? You know how to dance, though. And yeah, I can do the dance. Of course, I'm a great dancer. Uh, Who could be but- Con? Uh, Sean. <laughs> Sean. <laughs> but you Sean. also have Nick Con. Yeah, you do. Uh, but I he could, can make like-, like no relation to Jacksonville Dixie, but I'm Nick Con. <laughs> like, you don't have to say his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of somebody that could be half Scarface, uh, you know, in the final scenes. You could get the powder stuff over. You could get all the meme stuff over and give away Rampage finishes and get him to sell online. And <laughs> he's got even got friends, Megatron and Don, you know, and follow him around as his own little stooges. Like, what if, <laughs> get it all over. What if this? Here's who you bring back to do vignettes with, with, you know, you can call him Koki Khan, you know, instead of Tony Khan, yeah, yeah. you bring billionaire Ted back and you do the parody skits and be like, yeah, boy, I thought I fucked up WCW. Right. But I think, I think the number one thing 
that you do. If you want to do that, you're not getting the talent over there anyway. They're already a shell of what they were in WWE. Well, hold my beer. We're going to show everything on a library to get our current talent over, over your current talent. Because mm-hmm. we got we got all the dirt on all of them. I, I think that it's already, you know, collapsing on itself. And all it takes is a couple of satirical shots like that, whether it's billionaire Ted and, and uh, TK, like gloves are off. You know what I mean? Might as well swing swing hard and make some good wrestle crap and and get somebody over in developmental doing one of those uh you know skits like when uh, a steel was donald trump you know anything along those lines uh to to, to rib it so and it would get you over huge with triple h and sean <laughs> he, can't, so. he can't tony khan can it's too late he, he's He's not getting off Twitter. He's only going to get worse the more. Now he has sold for this. Yeah, that's what I'm and saying. How do we get him the to company, sell more? This is the company that gets off on that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I would bring in, like, you know what? I would bring in former Jacksonville Jaguar players that talk about how shitty it was and how they're mm-hmm. stupid and bring them in, not to talk about it, but feature a football player who sure. used to play for him on there. And I'd bring Urban Meyer in. I do it all. <laughs> I don't know. But, but, but because what you're only going to do is bring more PR of the AEW fans like watching your show, hate watching it, yeah. if anything. Yep. Yep. Just to keep that Twitter conversation more going because uh, there's somebody's got more momentum than others. That's for sure, man. But uh, I don't want to hold you up from the red zone, man. Uh, hopefully uh, your, your Eagles do well today. And uh, I don't expect much from the giants versus Buffalo at minus 1350. So uh, definitely Stefan Diggs for any time touchdown score today would be my uh, smart pick of the day or not. We were this morning. Oh, beautiful, man. Love that, dude. Uh, no, it's actually, funny. I watch, I watch the first half, and then the second half is always those three games that drag. Yeah. And that's like, hey, so we'll go back out to the beach after that. Uh, November 11th through 13th, I think I'm going to be in Florida for the wives' uh, really? uh, birthday in Orlando. So nice. uh, maybe, maybe we can hook it up, man. I'd love to see it. It'd be kind of cool to do a SmackDown review together in person. Hell, yeah, it would. Absolutely. You can oh. – uh, Review my own shitty matches on the Telestrator. <laughs> That'll never make the light of day. Not at Stevie Richards Wrestling Analysis Channel. Uh, where are we at numbers-wise, man? And what do we got coming up this week for the education I do? My students and I watched uh, the, the last two videos, the uh, headlock video and uh, uh, what was uh, the Bret Hart front buckle and, you know, education. I was, I was hoping you could see yourself on the screen in that picture, so. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, I did see it in the background. And, uh, you know, it's funny how this is the world we live in. I enjoy doing those positive ones and pointing out the credible things within the business, but they don't do anywhere near as good as the what went wrong videos. Obviously, I thought about putting a what went wrong about is this could get me on the bad side of WWE. But, man, I was watching some Shane and Vince matches. Mm -hmm. They're terrible. (laughs) <laughs> they're exciting they have charisma expect? they have poise they have presence but they hurt everybody in the ring with and they just yeah i saw it the Shawn michaels guy has a little heat with me for that but uh <laughs> but, but yeah i mean 
That that started imitating the click all burying me behind the scenes during my channel. <laughs> I told them what poses to do, so it's seen on me. No big Stevie Cool in there anywhere. Yeah. Disappointing. I tried to get him to do it in the back and then um, the two sweep, but they don't they're not that old. They don't even know what the ECW <laughs> no, kids. But I uh, but yeah, we have we have stuff coming up. Actually, actually a good thing we got coming up this week. I'm gonna start covering the Mr. Perfect moves. The Mr. Perfect mm-hmm. knee lift is probably mm. nobody. And you guess what? He was ambidextrous with it. I saw, I have footage of him doing it with the left knee. Wow. <laughs> like what What can you do, man? That's crazy. So I'm there's, very excited. There's one match with him and Piper and when they were having that uh, feud uh, in early 90s where they just rib each other. I was looking for that match the other day, but I can't find it anywhere. Uh, it's like where, how, um, Roddy took his uh, took his singlet off and he had to put it back on in the house show. I think I, it might. I think he it might. Literally be. took his whole singlet off. Yeah, Henning's putting it back on in yeah, the yeah. ring. Yeah, yeah. That they just rib each other constantly. I've been trying to find it, but I can't. I think it's from the Garden or or the Spectrum. One of I those. think it is too. That's yeah. uh, one Serena showed to me a long time ago and popped the shit. I mean, I wanted to show them, but I got to find it. But if you got to go through every match so you find it's not a bad education. But you guys need to get your education on Stevie Richards Wrestling Analysis Channel and get your fitness on Stevie Richards Fitness. Uh, new reviews of uh, equipment from uh, pull-up, uh, kind of incline pull-up uh, board, right? Total uh, Gym. I've been using that full-time. Saw the review of that. It, I'm very impressed with how much of a pump and how sore I am in a good way. Mm. But my lower back is fully protected, so... I never did sliding bench training, but it, dude, it's if you can, if you've come across one of those things, try it out. It's not a joke. I'll check it out. Yeah, man, for sure. Chuck Norris all day. Um, but uh, y'all, I'll uh, be, uh, I'll uh, be everywhere in Israel and Palestine and your nightmares uh, and in Cobalt uh, Skill with Immortal Championship Wrestling on October twenty first with Blaze Haram. Taking on the Nachi Mafia, so you may be the last one. By the way, if Israel has its way, you might be the only one left. <laughs> you might be like Superman from Krypton. <laughs> Absolutely, um, but yeah, everything else going on. Patreon.com/slash Hami Media Group for the consultants, and appreciate you guys subscribing here at ChannelAttitude.com. Plenty of cannabis coming up this week for me, so uh, just trying to keep my head right. And uh, this was a great uh, way to do it on Sunday morning with my man Big Stevie Cool here. RussoBrand.com Don't be a stupid bitch!